Good morning. Welcome to Facing the Situation podcast. You are talking with Prophetess Mary Ayodele, and it is January the 7th, 2021. We made it. Hallelujah. Here we are. Let's open with prayer. Given honor to the Most High, we are thankful to come together this morning in this place and this time to celebrate and actively live out your words of wisdom and guidance, peace, love, and joy. We are thankful. We are grateful. We are appreciative. We have so much to be thankful for. Just to be able to hear this and act on it and contemplate it brings us to a place of great gratitude. We recognize all the resources that came together for us to be together right now in time and space. Whoever's hearing these words, wherever they are, whatever date it is on their calendar, we know a lot of things came together for this to be heard in this time. We are thankful that we have stepped outside of calendar time that humans keep to keep cosmic time. You've blessed us with the tools so that our words may echo throughout time and space. We pray that all of our words are uplifting, healing, and blessful to everyone who hears them. In the name of Yeshua, the Christ, amen. Welcome to Facing the Situation, first episode of 2021, and this is season number eight. Hallelujah, we made it. We did. We did it. Look at us. Here we are. It is a Thursday morning. This is a first for us. This year, things will be changing up on the days that we get together on this podcast for just a minute. I'm just thankful that it's able to happen. All righty. So here we go. I am sure that all of the previous seasons have been... um, an outline, a recipe for you on how to manage yourself and your emotions and your life so that when surprises come, you're able to face them. You're not falling down on the floor and rolling around like you don't know what's happening. One of the reasons this podcast was started was because currently, and that was in 2020, um, we tend to have culturally forgotten how to be and sustain our own personal strength. So there's a big focus on physical strength now, you know, cycling or yoga-ing or what have you. However, people don't really talk about internalized strength. And I'm sure that's not an accident because if you have a community or a culture of people who don't recognize their internal source of strength, if they think everything is external, then they're much easier to influence and to um, direct. So this podcast was started as an outgrowth of several interviews I was a part of when things got a little crunchy here in the world, actually, with some health situations people were facing. And, um, I started the podcast because I had more things to share that my family taught me 
that couldn't be, um, it wouldn't comfortably fit into a one hour interview or even a two hour interview. So this is family wisdom that I was taught by people who um, survived lots of things. You know, um, my primary caregivers when my parents were working were people who had lived through the Spanish flu pandemic. Yes, that was over 100 years ago for my listeners. Like, what was that? And they lived through polio and um, something no one talks about a lot anymore is tuberculosis. Um, there's no vaccination against it, but we figured out how to manage it. And, and then I myself remember the AIDS pandemic. And so there's been a lot of, um, and there's been a few flu episodes in between there, and there was the Legionnaire's disease. So my point is that human beings in the past hundred years um, have faced lots of crises um, health-wise, and we have figured it out, uh, meaning we've, we've learned what to do. And I want to be clear that my primary caregivers, my grandparents a hundred years ago, um, are black people in America, which mean, and, and because they were not just black in America, but they were of a certain financial class, they did not have access to whatever the newfangled technology was at the time. And um, there was not any antibiotics being passed out through allopathic medicine. Herbalists and uh, midwives and other traditional healers um, were you know, utilizing information and wisdom that was thousands of years old in many cases. Um, wisdom they either brought here with them from the countries they came from or wisdom they encountered with the native people who were in the Americas when they arrived. But for the all purposes of our conversation, um, what we now would consider mainstream medicine, like the American Medical Association, they weren't passing out antibiotics hundred years ago in 1921. So uh, my ancestors had to figure something out and they did very well at figuring it out. And I'm here because they figured it out. Otherwise I wouldn't have had an opportunity to be born. Um, so what am I telling you? That um, the grace that is given from the most high walks with us and we have the ability if we choose to recognize it, to step up and face challenges. That's what I'm saying to you. So I wanted to share the wisdom they shared with me because I recognize that people just aren't um, being reminded of how to access inner strength and what it looks like, you know. And when we talk about spiritual strength and spiritual resilience, a lot of people are just very quiet. It's not something that is um, discussed popularly or or even recognized much anymore. It, it's kind of, I guess, retro to understand that there are spiritual forces that you can align yourself with of a positive and uplifting nature that bring you victory in life. That's not talked about. Now, the force I align myself with, I am a Christian spiritualist, and I am following uh, Yahweh, Yahshua. I'm using the Hebraic terms for whom many of you know as Jesus, or you may call God, in the Christian framework. 
Um, clearly, I operate within the auspices of Christian mysticism. And that's what this podcast brings to you um, as the foundation for this conversation. And yes, my immediate ancestors were Christian as well. They may have described themselves as Baptist and Kojic Church of God in Christ and Methodist. So um, they maybe weren't claiming publicly Christian mysticism. However, African-American Christianity um, has some very unique and um, striking differences from non-African-American Christianity in America, especially 100 years ago and more. Um, even up until very recently, you know. So for those of you who are listening, who are of a scholarly inclination, you can look up plenty. Um, well, I know of scholarship. I guess I'll start sharing that in our upcoming episodes where you can read more about Christianity as is practiced by regular people. The Christianity that you hear about sometimes through mainstream publications and television is something like the food you may get at a restaurant. It may taste good and it may look a certain way, but people don't cook like that at home every day or at all. So I'm talking about home cooking Christianity. And now we just have a bunch of terms to add to, you know, describe it as mystical and so forth. Um, but my family didn't describe themselves as mystical at all. I don't think they... Yeah, we anyway, we have a lot of time on our hands to to throw some adjectives into things. But I am thankful for that because the adjectives can become very helpful and descriptive about our lives and, and what we're doing with them, like the word resiliency, right? I love that word. So um, I tend to refer to spiritual immunity. And you probably think, okay, all right, it's been 10 minutes of that. Let's get to it. We are we are to it. Here we are. For new listeners, there are several seasons prior to this season where you can pick up the frameworks of how to structure your day and your evening and what to do in between. So there's the bare frame. And then we dive into the details of what to do when you face unusual, unexpected, or even unwarranted um, and unwanted as well intrusions that are disruptive and undesirable into your life and your day. How do you manage that um, while remembering who you are and what you're here to do, staying on track, you know, not getting so distracted that you lose your way. All right. So here we are in 2021. The last episode um, in December I did share a prophetic word with us all that was revealed to me by the Most High. I will expound on that in a bonus episode. For this episode today, we are going to talk about peace. Yes, P-E-A-C-E. -E. We're going to talk about peace. Now, essentially, your peace is going to come from inside of your own head. What I mean by that is people around you may show out tremendously. Um, you know, we have had a breakdown in civility 
and I'm talking to you from the Gulf of Mexico bioregion of Houston, Texas. I'm in the United States of America. And at this point in time, um, our country and culture has lost or chosen to act out on each other. Um, I don't mean most recently. I mean, it's been coming over the past 30, 40 years where people just lost the basic civility of how to treat themselves and other people um, with respect that isn't based on fear. So what I mean is um, many of us have employment where where people use particular words to pretend as if everything is fine and everything is far from fine. Um, and they use these words freely. And at this point, it's become a lie. So let me give you a better example. There was a time that I remember where you were taught how to greet people, um, especially Black people in America. Good morning. How are you? You said hi to everybody. You um, were polite. You had self-respect. The respect starts at home. You did not come out in the street telling all your personal business to strangers. The people who did that were called celebrities. And there were a few of them, not everybody with a camera feeling like a celebrity. See, now we're someplace different, but your feelings may not be your the reality you live in. Um, and people close to me who are listening to this podcast know I have shared in, um, you know, smaller public gatherings where I've gone out socially, how you may feel, you know, that um, you are a multimillionaire. But if you walk into Tiffany's acting like one and tell them to put it on your tab, it may not work out so well for you. So your feelings are fabulous and, and we all have them and I'm happy we have them. I just have a really unsettling newsflash though which is your feelings may not match the reality you're living in. So there are times where you have to carry yourself with a certain amount of decorum that you believe in, regardless of what you feel. Okay. Um, some seasons ago, I talked about self-worth instead of self-esteem. Self-esteem is real shaky, real flaky. You can lose it. You can get more of it. You can stand in a mirror and talk to yourself and build it up and it can go down. And it's really interesting. It's something like maybe, I don't know, the the Dow Jones index or something or weather. I'm not sure. However, I want to go way beneath self-esteem to the foundation that once you know the foundation, you're fine. And that's what you stand on. And it's called self-worth. So once you know who you are and your worth, once you know what you're doing here on the planet, your feelings are cool. However, they don't shake your self-worth. Worth, W-O-R-T-H. Very, very different than self-esteem, which is kind of everywhere and people can help you build it up. And, you know, it, it's depending on a lot of outside factors. Self-worth doesn't depend on the outside. It depends on the inside. Um, so for those of us who are familiar with the biblical narrative, we remember some famous words in the New Testament that says the kingdom of God is within you. So let's relate that to self-worth. Once you understand that, 
if you are following the Judeo-Christian way. If you're not, you're welcome here. I've always said that and I always mean it. So if you're not following Judeo-Christianity, you may want to check out um, the references we're referring to online, lots of free online Bibles. You may even own one because we're gonna be using that wisdom text to walk this journey together. Um, the kingdom of God is within you. Um, so dealing with that metaphysically will take us through a few episodes. For our purposes today, I bring that up as the source of your self-worth is within you. Um, not your self-esteem. That may come from some, I don't know, maybe some vision boards or you bought some cards on Amazon. I don't know where your self-esteem comes from. Lots of people are dealing with self-esteem, so I'm sure you can Google them and they can tell you. However, I do know it's very delicate and you got to build it up and hold on to it. And then you got to get other people to say it and you have to, you know, do things for it. You don't do things for your self-worth. You're born worthy. So self-worth is innate. It's like your bones. It's in you. And once you recognize your self-worth, it isn't something that people can take away or add to it or you're born with it, you know? Um, so I'm encouraging you to find your self-worth, actually recognize it. For people who don't know what it is or what I'm talking about, you may have to find it and that's okay. Maybe a new idea for you because it's not talked about, you know, self-esteem is what most people are really struggling to get some of and hold on to and all that. But I'm going to encourage you to kind of put that down for just a minute. Um, just set it aside, rather. Don't put your self-esteem down. Uh -huh. Okay, set it aside and step into a knowingness of your self-worth. For those of you who are concerned about losing your purpose or being on purpose, I've had some really interesting conversations with people about their purpose, and I didn't quite grasp what they meant until I really slowed it down and asked a few questions. Um, I would encourage people who are worried about their purpose in life to look into their destinies. What is your destiny? It is a little bit like self-worth. Your destiny is the foundation for what you're calling your purpose. Your purpose is, I don't know, it sounds a little bit like self-esteem to me. It's something that you think you should be doing, but your destiny is what you're here to do. So your thoughts and dreams can shift and change and I'm perfectly okay with that. One of the few people who may be, some people will tell you to pick one dream and stick to it. Uh-huh, okay. That's like enjoying only one flavor of ice cream. I say you need to try them all, right? So self-worth is, is the foundation. You get that together. Self-esteem is like dessert. You know your self-worth, you, you're good. Um, destiny, once you step into your destiny, which is already here. You don't have to go somewhere and find it or, you know, you, you lost it or you, you don't lose your destiny. You may not know what it is, which is an honest truth, especially in um, the developed countries, as I've heard them referred to where I am in right now, the USA, where we have so many things to distract us from who we are. And so many reasons, called money usually, or 
this search for people to love us or what have you to distract us from being who we are. You know, many of us know who we are, but we've been told who we are is bad or too short, too dark, too fat, too ugly, whatever it is that we should change who we are to be something else. And while most of you listening can relate to that on a physical level, it happens on the internal level too. So you may know that you love birds and you just want to study birds and, and take care of sick birds and look at birds and catalog them and, 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 you know, record the kind of birds and archive, what kind of birds live in your backyard and your neighborhood. I mean, you could just really be into birds and it's a beautiful thing. And somebody will tell you it's silly and you really know, need to go get a real job. And, and there are real jobs of people who just study birds, which is beautiful. Studying nature is a beautiful thing. So we've been um, redirected from nature unless we can control it. Um, any job dealing with control, you're usually encouraged to do, right? But if you're not trying to control something, um, you, you usually are sh you know, turned in a different direction. And, and inside of you, you may not want to control the earth. You may just want to live on it in harmony. And that brings us back to peace. So if you're seeking peace or you don't know where peace is or you look outside of you and you don't see any of it, peace is going to begin in your own head. You're going to have peace um, because you figure out what it is and you're going to live peacefully. And I used to sign all of my letters and notes. Those of you listening who have gotten emails from me, about 10 years ago or more, I used to say live peacefully because that's really it. You got to live peacefully. You, you don't wait for people to give you peace. Now, this is definitely a much more involved topic than this first episode. And in this season, we will talk about um, stepping into peace, living peacefully, because peace comes from within, just like freedom. You have to decide to be free before you get it. You have to embrace peace before you live it. Um, people outside of you may be acting a complete fool. They may be doing that. They, that's, that may be their nature, you know, whatever it may be for them. However, you've got to decide in your head how you are going to live and how you are going to walk through literally the valley of the shadow of death. I mean, if you want any, um, ex read Psalm 23, everybody, I guess we'll start the new year with Psalm 23, because you can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and you will fear no evil. And that's real. There are metaphysical, literal realities where you're walking through these valleys of darkness in a positive sense. Um, darkness is not evil. Everyone listening, I don't subscribe that light is better than darkness. So we'll get into that throughout this season. Um, darkness is a is a another form of, well, anyway, it's a place you can learn from. Um, so when we say darkness on this podcast, we don't mean foreboding or evil or scary or um, the racist connotations of darkness being evil is definitely not promoted on this podcast. So that's not what we're doing here. We're describing darkness as another way of seeing the world. And you will need to develop certain skills to walk through darkness 
just like you need certain skills to walk through the light. Uh, too much light can be just as detrimental as too much darkness. So what we really are seeking in life is balance, people. So the piece that we're going to talk about, and we most likely will talk about different facets of it this season, is found in your head, in your heart, in your body, mind, and soul. And then you walk in peace and you live in peace and you breathe in peace and um, shifting your vibration to that level will change the vibration of what is around you. It is a walk of dedication and commitment. Nothing in life is free. Even in the world of the spiritual realm, one must give in order to get. Um, there's a famous scene called the Last Supper that we've seen on pictures and we've um, seen in paintings, really, I guess they're all paintings, where uh, Yeshua, who many people call Jesus, said he fed his disciples. He gave them bread and said, take this is my body. He said, drink this wine. It is my blood. I'm paraphrasing. Y'all know what I'm talking about. For my listeners who are not Christian, look into the last communion. Metaphysically, um, you know, you have to give to get. And, and Yeshua showed us that. You have to give to get. You just don't run around getting stuff, not even from the universe. You know, I want a new car. I want a new husband. I want a new wife. I want to be thin and rich and beautiful. People pray for all the stuff they want. Like the universe is a giant cosmic vending machine. Um, doesn't quite work that way. I'm not saying you shouldn't pray for what you want. Um, I'm suggesting that you start off with gratitude for what you have, who you have, who you are. Be grateful for life itself. And from a foundation of gratitude, other blessings flow. Um, be careful of your wants. We all want something. Just make sure your wants do not outweigh your haves because you already have a lot of things. And peace is one of the things you already have within you. Um, so instead of praying for more peace, you want to pray for the peace within you to grow. Okay? So that's one of the key things I learned from a great wisdom teacher. May he rest in peace. Uh, many, many years ago. You want to, his name is Jack Boland, and you want to pray that what's inside of you, peace, the peace we're talking about this topic today, peace, that the peace inside of you grows. So imagine you already have some peace. You do. You may not be able to find it all the time. It's okay, but it's there. And you want that peace to grow. And when you start doing that, you'll see your determination grow and your focus grow and your joy can grow. So it isn't the idea of this walk to pray for more stuff, simply to pray for what you already have. And see, if you pray for what you have, the virtues inside of you to grow like peace, that brings us back to self-worth. Because if you don't think you have any peace, or you don't think you have any joy at all, we wanna rewind that tape. You're born with a destiny that is fruitful and magical and wonderful. And you're born to be a blessing in the world. And once you recognize and know that, 
your prayers will change. Even though you may be facing some funky, challenging, disappointing, and and non-uplifting situations around you, you will lift up above them because you have the victory in Yahshua. That, that's the metaphysical and reality of it. The victory is yours. The life of whom you may call Jesus, I'm calling Yahshua. The life of Yeshua shows us he exemplified. We have the victory. He reminds us of that. He came back as a really big cosmic reminder. You have victory through his example. So you already have peace and you already have joy. You maybe haven't seen it for a while. It's in there. It's built into you. Okay. Pray for those things to be magnified in your life and you will see some changes, positive changes. And you will see that the things you pray to grow come from a whole different place than you asking for them to come into you from outside of you like you don't have them. So I appreciate you being here today. Um, if you'd like to send me your prayer request, please send them to prophetessmaryayodele at gmail.com. Thank you for your support of this podcast. It makes a lot of things possible so that this podcast can be shared more widely. If you'd like to support us, you may do so through PayPal at prophetessmaryayodele at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support us differently, feel free to do that. Just write me and we'll figure out how that can happen if PayPal is not your chosen mode of support. I'd like to leave you with this verse today. Um, the verse is from Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to the Most High. Thank you for listening today. I'm glad to be back. Love you.